Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hey there, spiritual trailblazer. So... This episode is a very special one because it's my birthday. I wanted to do this one because I have learned so much over the years and and I wanted to share a lot of lot of personal things with you. So it, it goes like a little bit beyond the confessions of Tia. And I was trying to think what should I do for this episode? So Let's find out. This is episode 224. So this is really a bonus episode. It is August 31st. All right. Shout out to my Virgos. But I had to say, I also give a shout out to Leos because my astrological chart is made up of mostly Leo. And I was born two weeks late. So I was supposed to be a Leo. Can you imagine and having a whole bunch of Leo in your chart, and then your rising, excuse me, your sun sign is also a Leo. Oh my gosh. So yeah, my sun sign is a Virgo. My rising sign is a Gemini, which is obvious because I'm communicating all the time, you know, <laughs> talking, podcasting. And then my moon is in Pisces. So very intuitive, emotional, especially when it comes to food. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, there's a lot of Leo in my chart. So I give a shout out to Pisces. I give a shout out to Geminis. I give a shout out to Leos. Sagittariuses are also pretty interesting. I'm surrounded by a lot of them. My mom is a Sagittarius. Another one of my friends, uh, well, like I said, a lot. And it's very interesting. I I don't know a lot about astrology is it's a lifelong learning practice but I know like a little something and would always I don't want to say uh is uh, interesting is a good word is Sagittarius are so generous so kind so nice until you make them mad and it's like you have unleashed a six-headed fire-breathing dragon and you best step out the way Okay. Yeah, I feel sorry for those people who get in get in line on that fire. But uh there's <laughs> a little sign out there. Yeah, so shout out to my Virgos, August 31st. Oh man. Um I wanted to do this episode, like I said, it's very special. It's my birthday, and I just wanted to level with you guys even more. We are about to approach uh hold on, I think it's the eighth season of this podcast. Let me double check for you guys because the first episode went out in September many moons ago. And I meant to check this before I started um, this podcast episode. Yeah, so we're about to start season eight of the Spiritual Empowerment Living uh, podcast with Tia, which was originally called uh, Violet Sanctuary Spa, because that's the name of my business. And that's a long story. I'll tell you about that in another episode. So just a little uh, life catch up. Um, so I was in Nashville earlier 
uh, this month, and I was at a conference called Celebration is for Health and Wellness company called Isogenics. And let me tell you guys, their products have been so friggin' phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal. I've been feeling so energized. I haven't been having any foot issues. So for those of you who are a little new to this uh, podcast, I had several foot surgeries, major foot surgeries. I have metal in my foot and it has caused delays in my business. I mean, I had to rebrand. I wasn't allowed to walk for six months. It was just craziness. And this happened on several occasions where I had, like I was out of commission for four weeks, six weeks. So it's craziness. And I was in a black boot for the uh, Demand the Goddess retreat in July. And normally when I'm in that big black boot, which just adds like a little cushion for your foot and stabilizes your ankle, that leads to surgery. So um, I've been taking Isogenics products since July. I did the detox first and then I started taking the shakes and things like that. And I'm just amazed. No pain, nothing. And I lost weight. I just feel great. So uh, I met a, I met up with a lady who became my friend, just so nice. And she just said, hey, come to Nashville. And I, and I said, okay. <laughs> but that's what tends to happen to me. I, I, I know I get to know people for a couple of weeks and I get invited somewhere. I'm like, yeah, that's what happened to me when I went to California and other places. Like, just come, sure. And yeah, so I got to hang out in Nashville and I definitely want to go back. I didn't get a chance to um, go to the Jack Daniels facility. <laughs> I do like my whiskey. Like I, I would pour a shot of whiskey in my coffee because I drink my coffee black. It's really good. Um, yeah, so, but we did get to go to, uh, was it Luke Bryan on Broadway and things like that. So it was pretty cool. And the the um, conference was amazing. It was uh, like a three, four day conference. So that was cool. I went to Nashville and then I returned as a table leader for Dinner on Blanc and I worked in collaboration with Sophie Tell Hotel. So I posted a video about um, my, my stay at Sophie Tell and um, highlights from Dinner on Blanc. So you can check that out on my IG TV, uh, on my Instagram, which is Tia underscore Johnson underscore. This is my fourth year with dinner on Blanc. So I never really was a, a guest. I was the guest of a table leader. So I was like a table leader too. And then I just came back as a table leader over and over and over again. And each year is always so interesting. And um, this year that Boathouse Row. And it, it's just so nice to see areas of Philly in a different light, especially when I talk to people who aren't from Philly. So they, they get to go to these places and, you know, eat and drink and stuff like that. So one of the things that was really cool was um, there was, so it's shaped like a golf cart, but it's, it's like a bike and you pedal, you get to sit down, it's very comfortable. And so my best friend was driving and I had to bell, but it was just one of the things like, oh my gosh, I'm about to run people over. <laughs> it was fun. I was just like, haha, I'm coming for your Achilles and Achilles tendon in your heels. Watch out. Woo-hoo. Um, but no, I didn't, I didn't run anyone over. Uh, so yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Um, and 
for my birthday, I'm going to a murder mystery dinner with a couple of friends. I feel like I'm forgetting one thing in between. But uh, yeah, yeah, let's see. Nashville, dinner blog. Yeah, so a murder mystery dinner. I love, 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 love murder mystery. Uh, my favorite author is Agatha Christie. And my favorite book is And Then There Were None. And so for any of you who read that, I mean, you get it. If you haven't read it, you're in for a treat. Please read it. It's so cool. The plot twist, the way things were set up. It's just, uh, I love it. Um, so I haven't been to a murder mystery dinner in a while. And I've been meaning to do this for the longest time. But it's it's tricky because you had to go on certain dates. And every time I was free to go, it, it wasn't available. So I'm just like, okay, well so finally (laughs) funny how things work i'm going to a murder mystery dinner and they provide uh like really cool food i checked it out because like i said earlier i'm emotional about my food okay so you know if you want to be my friend direct me to where the good food is located in your city (laughs) so I'm excited for that. I will be posting pictures later of it. So make sure you go over to my Instagram, my IG stories, come along with me during this journey. I'm pretty good at picking out who the killer is. I have spent the last almost 34 years, I'm going to say as soon as I was able to be conscious of watching uh, Alfred Hitchcock, Columbo, Murder, She Wrote, Cole Jack, Cole Check. Uh, Perry Mason, Madlock, In the Heat of the Night. I've been watching all these shows for a lifetime. I think I said Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, for a lifetime. And more of the recent shows are like uh, Mystery Woman. She owns a bookstore. That's what I want to do one day. I want to own. I'm not, no, not one. One day I will own a bookstore, okay? And it will sell coffee and we will have Murder Mystery Nights there. It's really cool. Uh, so make sure you come when I get it set up. But yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And if you listen to last, uh, not even last week, if you listen to the uh, previous episode, which was like, what, two days ago, you know that I invited my small group of close friends and we are going to experience this. I'm very excited. Um, so just some like life lessons I learned. So today I turned 34 or, or when this airs, I should say. I'll be 34. And it's funny because as I said that I'm looking at my computer and the battery percentage is at 34. So I better wrap this up soon. Um, <laughs> Cause I don't feel like grabbing a charger. So just some, some life lessons I have uh, since I started my business, what in like 2010 really been on this journey of self-transformation and didn't start off like that. It started off with me wanting to spread the knowledge because when my grandparents passed away, I started to dive into really understanding what the heck is going on in my life. So uh, my grandmother passed away from cancer. By the time it was diagnosed, she was stage four. She had COPD. And from the time she was diagnosed to the time she passed away, it was two years. So the two longest years of my life. And uh, then my, and a year and a half after that, my papa died and we had to find him. I mean, he passed out in the streets. And so that, that was a really difficult time. I was wrapping up. Uh, it was like um, 
second and, and last year of, of college. And it was just, it was really, really rough. And I was working and I, I was just crying all the time. Strangers were asking me, are you okay? And, and I'm, I'm not the one to be emotional out in public unless it's a dog or a baby or food. Other than that, you're not going to see me get emotional like that. So uh, it was a real trying time, but when they passed away and I wanted to learn what's going on in my life, that's when I discovered spirituality. But really, I was just putting names to the things I was experiencing. For example, having premonition dreams. I didn't know they were really called um, premonition dreams when I was a kid until I told my grandmother because she was into dreams. And as I got older, I, I learned more about the meaning of dreams and um and like the symbols I used to draw as a kid, I had no clue what they meant. I, I was just doodling. I had no clue that they actually meant something. And when I was reading these books, I'm like, oh my gosh, I used to draw that as a kid. That means something? So that's like a little past life thing going on there. Or just things I learned about women and goddesses and the strength of the woman. I was just like, oh my God, I need to tell people about this. And then I got really uh, nervous because I thought, well, wait a minute people know about this. I'm this 20 something year old kid. What happened is that there's always people who are awakening and looking to understand themselves. And it doesn't matter if I'm 25 years old doing it, 50 years old doing it. There's always a new generation being born. There's always people who are saying, screw this. I'm going to change my life. Okay. So I, with, with help, of course, I got over the, I'm too young to be teaching this to people, but they're resonating with me. And the more I started putting myself out there, the more people wanted to learn about me. And I, I was thinking, wait a minute, don't you want to just read my book? <laughs> like I was really directing them to my book. Like, hey, I wrote this book. Or, hey, check out my podcast. Hey, read my blog. It's like, oh, oh, you want to know about me? Oh, Okay. And because people want to know more about me, I end up going on this personal transformation. And it started with wearing contacts instead of glasses. And I talked about this in my first book. I was wearing very stylish <laughs> Versace glasses, but I purposely would get like the thick, um, I don't even know what you call it, but the size would be thick and it would, it would stay, you know, like I would get like Gucci too. I'd go back and forth. But really, I was hiding, you know, I was just like, you know, no, they're really stylish. No, I was hiding. I would wear uh, like clothes that just didn't really, like it fit me, but didn't really complement my body type. That made sense. Um, it started with that, just wearing contacts. And it was beneficial because I'm heavy handed and I was always end up breaking my glasses anyway. And one time I broke them, I was at work and I, I couldn't really see I almost walked right into a column it wasn't good so I'm just like you know what? I need to change what I'm doing here and then I ended up getting my teeth fixed okay I used to photoshop my teeth a lot until I got sick and tired of doing it and I put as they say my money where my mouth is literally I paid out of pocket for my braces because my health insurance didn't pay for that a whole other story for another day. But yeah, so I paid out of pocket. I was nervous. I was I was really scared because here I am, 30 years old and I'm wearing braces. But it worked out. And I smile all the time now. 
And I wrote about that on my blog. So you can check it out. It's Braces After 30. Okay. On the uh, Spiritual Apartment Living blog. So you go to blog.tmarvijohnson.com. You can check that out. I also started taking more care of my face. I started to invest more in facial cleansing products. And I did it as a kid. You know, my mom did. She paid for I didn't have any money, you know, in fifth grade <laughs> to buy products. I tried so many products to help my acne. And all it did was make my skin worse. Because I have sensitive skin. So my skin would turn red. It would be dry. It would get dried. I'm like, oh, my God. This stuff is doing more damage. So I started investing more in skincare. I started going to, um, uh, oh my gosh, the name of uh, Skin Laundry. And that's also on the blog. And I would get my face lasered just to, you know, clear up the blemishes and stuff like that. And I just invest more in like getting the facial and, and, uh, and, and, and really investing in facial masks, just things to help my skin. Of course, I, I would drink water and things like that, but I needed to work on, the external <laughs> okay that's the thing I was drinking water I was doing stuff like that I just wasn't because there was a point in my life where I didn't really bother to look in the mirror often and it's just like okay come on you need to at least check yourself um so I, I was investing more in that and then I took care of my hernia I had umbilical cord hernia something like that and it was bothering me. I mean, my neighbor would stick out and it was just, I had to get it taken care of. So I started taking care of more of my body, got the, the operation for that, got it removed, got it fixed. Boom. Now I have an, an any, right? I'm ready for a two piece, almost <laughs> two piece bikini. All right. So then I figured, you know what, what else improvements do I want to do? I got fillers under my eyes. I got Kybella. Um, under my chin and and you know even when you have the double chin and things like that you can work out all you want like I consulted with two doctors you can work out all you want some people had that and there's no real exercise you can do to get rid of that double chin so I did that and I'm like okay this is great so this transition has been working over the years but what also happened which I didn't really expect that because I thought I was already a confident person my confidence increased. So I wasn't nervous to smile or to talk or things like that, or be self-conscious about my teeth, you know, like, Oh, I don't want to take a picture on that side because my teeth are more crooked on that side than, than the other. Now, some of you may think, Oh, well, that's really vain, but think about it for a moment. Some of the things we do are not from a vanity standpoint. It's, it's like a posture standpoint. It's how you want to present yourself. For example, you wouldn't go to a job interview with a hole in your pants if you can help it, right? You would think, oh, you know what? I'm going to make sure my clothes are clean. I am going to make sure there's no lipstick on my teeth. There's no food in my teeth. Like you want to present yourself to the best possible way that you can. And that's how I looked at it. I just looked at it as Hmm, I really need to get my teeth fixed, but also my teeth were breaking on the inside. So I had to get them fixed. But what I didn't know was that if I had not gotten my braces at 30, more of my teeth would have started to crack because I was chewing more on my left side than I was on my right side. So my left side was overworking. That's what my orthodontist told me. He said, you lucky you came in when you did a couple more years, we would have been replacing your teeth. 
Okay. So before you think like, oh, that's vanity, things like that. No, there is multi-layered, multi-layered. So, you know, definitely get it checked out. And it also helps with hygiene. Now I can evenly brush my teeth and plaque's not getting stuck up in little areas that I can't get to, or food isn't getting stuck up in these little areas that I can't get to. I can thoroughly clean my teeth. Right? So even under my eyes, my skin just got thinner and it happens to some people. And with thin skin, what happens? More your capillaries, your little blood vessels are, are showing through. Right? So all these things that some of you may think are vanity, no, there's more going on. And so that's why I never felt bad about getting any of that done. A little nervous, a little scared. Yeah, but never bad, never guilty. And so, yeah, my confidence increased. I felt better, right? And I always, I I felt like I already had a certain level of confidence, but now it, it grew. So I started also developing more boundaries you know because when when you when you start to um improve in in areas of your life other areas improve too no one particular area in your life is cut off from another right that's why uh when we want to manifest something we have to look at our mind and our heart you know how we think and how we feel because if we think we want to be rich, but we don't feel like we can do it, guess what? It doesn't happen. So I started thinking more about that and started to get in the feeling of that. When I started to have more boundaries, I started really just taking better care of myself, just realizing that um, there's something that I don't need in my life and that's okay. That's screw fear of missing out (laughs) you know in my 20s and and sometimes you know people think oh yeah yeah of course your 20s but sometimes that carries on into the 30s for people in 40s you know screw that so that's the the transformation part with the transformation my confidence went up my boundaries increased so i want you to think about where in your life do you want to transform or should you transform you never thought about it before Okay, think about that. Next is I really dove into mind prepping. And this is something else I talk about on a blog, but I watch the words that I say to myself. I watch my thoughts. I watch what other people say. I even sometimes tell people, hey, don't think like that. (laughs) Because I don't even want to be in the presence of of a negative thought, you know, if I can help it. And so I started preserving my mornings. Yeah, I do talk to some people in the morning, but I make sure that I am already at a certain level to talk to people because the early morning, our minds are just so fresh. Just like the the saying goes, you know, if, if you drink cold water in the morning, it helps you. Some people say, no, drink warm water. It's a case-by-case case basis but you know drink water in the morning because that's the first thing that your blood absorbs and you want to absorb all that and so it's like that your mind in the morning just absorbing things so before you check your phone start imagining your day that's what I do I just imagine what I'm going to accomplish people I'm going to meet even if you're just like well that person is this it doesn't matter your mind doesn't know the difference that's the thing you got to act like it's already here I can't begin to tell you how many 
uh, uh, um, times I imagine myself sitting on, on the couch talking to Ellen. <laughs> All right. Am I talking to Ellen right now? No, but my mind doesn't know the difference. You know, mind prepping and, and another form of that is just, you know, just saying, you know, things like I'm going to, you know, do X, Y, Z, you know, but, you know, whatever it is for you, just, you know, focus on that. And then I just connect with spirit, God and goddess and things like that. And sometimes I might um, turn on YouTube and listen to different motivational videos. Sometimes I get ready and quiet, but that has really helped me in the morning tremendously, tremendously. And, you know, some people may say, well, Tia, you don't have kids. Well, when I, even when I had my nieces over a lot, <laughs> I would explain to them, hey, I'm just going to, I'm going to go wash out real quick. I'll be back. Okay. Because if I don't give them a heads up, like, where'd you go? So I know every kid is different, but I know that when I give them a heads up, I'm like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to wash. I'm going to get dressed. And, you know, you're going to get washed. You're going to get dressed. And we're going to get something to eat. I give them a game plan. So they're like, oh, okay. And then I get that time in the bathroom to mind prep. <laughs> Say like I didn't get a chance to sleep because, you know, we had a dance party or whatever the night before. And now I'm just like, oh, tired. I get to do that there. Another life thing that has helped me. And, and again, I really do hope this is helping you because I don't want to make this like a complete long stream of consciousness but I've been here for 34 years and I want to share as much as I can, but not overwhelm you. So I'm, I'm hoping this is helpful for you. Another thing I've learned over the years is that um, you, your intuition is going to give you a lot of insight. And yes, it is our responsibility to share the knowledge, to help people, but there are come times where it's not your duty to step in. Meaning some people had to figure it out for themselves. Everyone has free will. You can't intervene every single time. And I know there have been times where I just want to be like, oh, it's so simple. It's right here. Why are you doing this? But I will also hear is more like me receiving that, that his, like, here's what's going on. Here's the situation. More like a preparation of understanding where people's coming from and what I have to do afterwards, you know, whether it's like connecting with that person or so forth, but it's not our jobs to step, step in every single time. Right. It's sort of like when you overhear people conversation and they're trying to find like, yes, yeah, that, that burger restaurant on the corner of Hatfield and Montgomery. I can't think of the name of it. And, and you're just like, oh, yeah, it's Bobby's Burger Joint. But you're just like, oh, but something's like, don't say nothing, don't say nothing, don't say nothing. And then a gentleman comes over and goes, oh, that's Bobby's Burger Joint. And I'm the manager there. Would you like to come, you know, there and, and I'll give you a drink on the house. And it was meant for that person to meet that person. Right. It wasn't meant for you to step in at the time. And that's going to take a little practice of knowing when to intervene and when to not. But that's that's one of the things that I learned is that sometimes I would hear something about someone. I get a feeling about something. And, you know, sometimes I do say something. Sometimes I don't. But it's not our job to intervene every single time. Sometimes 
like I said, people had to make their decision and we had to be there to support them at times. And at other times it's just, you know, you, you just, you just gotta, gotta let it go. You know, I don't want you to think that, you know, Oh, like once you dive into spirituality and you learn your gifts that you got to just like constantly give it out constantly, 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 you're going to get tired. You're going to become burnt out. You're going to become resentful eventually because some people don't want advice. <laughs> some people do not want your help. You can say, Hey, Susan, don't go down that alley It's dark. The lights are broken. I saw some dude down there. She's like, no, it's okay. Like I walk down this alley all the time. Like I can see down there. I got my pepper spray and you're like, but you don't have to go that route. Yeah, but this is a shortcut and I don't want to walk around the building. It's too much. I'm tired. I want to go home. This is a straight run. Like I said, it's just probably some older guy. I could take him. Right. And you're just like, oh my God, that, what? You know, so it, it's like that some people don't want your help. They don't want your advice. They don't want your healing. Okay. That's a little bit of a hard pill to swallow because it's painful when you have to witness it. That's when you got to figure out ways to remove yourself. And every situation is different. Sometimes you can just remove yourself, no problem. Sometimes you have to slowly remove yourself. So that's, that's what I have to say about that. Next is remember the bigger picture. Um, yes, frustration does happen. But that's usually when we want something to work the way we want it to work and to work on our timeline. And I'll be the first one to admit that I am not the most patient person when I want something to be done. But every single time something does not work on my timeline, it is for the best. I'll say it again. Every single time something does not work on my timeline, it is for the best. And it's so interesting because I would think, oh, I'm so ready. I got this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then boom, something happens. And I think, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I received that bit of information that I met that person to help me out. Now I'm more comfortable now. you know. So learn how to live more in the present. I mean, seriously, like, like really, really, really live in the present. Don't keep rehashing stuff from a year ago, five years ago, a month ago. Like, all right, Johnny cheated on you. Johnny was a jerk. Okay, don't keep bringing it up because guess what? Now you're living in the past all over again. And who wants to do that? Like, really? Just don't do it, right? And then, you know, the flip side of that is when you're constantly imagining the future, right? I firmly believe that things are happening at the same time. I mean, it's just, we are multidimensional beings and things are happening all together. I don't think there's a past, a present, a future. I think it's like happening at the same time. Really, it's crazy. It sounds a little crazy, but I, that, that's just what I believe. And if that is the case, then I'm already where I want to be. But remember, we are multidimensional beings. And one another reason why I say this is because I have to do a little, res, little bit more research on this. I read this somewhere and it made sense. And I've been dealing with this since I was a kid. Whenever I write, whether it's business writing, creative writing, whatever the case may be, my tenses always get mixed. I start in the present, then I write in the future, and then I 
finish the sentence in history, meaning was, would be there where it should be, is, or are, or something like that. Like, it just, it never fails. To this day, (laughs) I get my tenses mixed up, which is why I will never edit my own paper, ever, because it all makes sense to me. Like, yeah, was, is, are, (laughs) okay? And I noticed that with people who really dive into spirituality, they always get that mixed up, too. And and a reason why I believe it because things are happening at the same time. So um, when you live too much in the future, you know, you're just like, oh, like I wish I had this house. I wish I wish like oh, I've only. Then you're you're making some determination, right, of something about the future. But what if you were just like, yeah, I got that house. And this high, you just you just think about like, yeah, you know, I walk in my kitchen. Like, imagine yourself walking in your dream kitchen and, you know, it got the quartz countertop, got the fancy sink, you know, the, the black splash is amazing. The property brothers helped you, you know, you got all that going on. What if you just imagine that as happening now? And then, you know, you, you just do that often. And then you go on about your business living also in the present. So let's say in the morning you spend three minutes Imagine yourself going inside your dream bathroom with that shower head that, you know, you got eucalyptus surrounding it. So it smells beautiful. And then the shower, uh, the water turns color because you got that special shower head where where the water turns color because you got that light on there. And what if you got the sliding glass doors instead of the shower curtain so it won't touch your skin and feel weird, (laughs) right? And then your floors are heated. So when you step out, of the, the shower onto your mat is nice, but then you can step out to the floor like, ah, man, the floor is heated. It's so great. And then you got your towel warmer right there. So you wrap your towel around. You're like, oh my gosh, this towel is nice and warm. And so you walk, you know, and you lay on your bed for a little while, but you got your hair wrapped up. You're just laying on your bed because you're on this beautiful, big bed that's not far from your bathroom. And you're just relaxing for a good five minutes before you put your lotion on like what if you imagine that in the morning and because we multi-dimensional beings now you live in the present you go in your bathroom that you had but that's okay because that's not really here right again i know it sounds a little crazy it's a little, little deeper in a woo-woo but that's what i started doing i started saying different things and then it happened i almost didn't realize it happened until I was like oh wait a minute snap I said that <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago and here it is. So start recording that as well and then watch your personal magic unfold. So that's what I want to say there is, you know, just make sure that you're, you're living in the present, but spending time to imagine your future as it is right now, right? By bring it here now. So when you're living fully in the present, all you're doing is that you're not thinking about anything else, Right. Nothing else. When you brush your hair, brush your hair. That's it. Just brush your hair. Imagine that the bristles going through your hair, the sound, how that feels. Really be in that present moment, right? When you put lotion in your hand, listen to how it sounds. Really get it into how it feels. And then when you rub it on your body, look at how your body looks before and after you put lotion on, things like that. Living in the present 
has really reduced my stress levels. <laughs> I'm here to tell you because I like to do several things at one time, but I also like to get things done during my timeline while I'm doing those several things. And what happens, it doesn't have a <coughs> me, on my timeline when I want them to, I get stressed out. And then I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, come on. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and so that that's what I have for you is, is about, you know, living in the present. And of course, you pull up lots of YouTube videos. Uh, what's, uh, it's the, a doctor I just discovered and I've been listening to his stuff. Hold on. Let me, um, I'm gonna pull up his name real quick. Okay. His name is Dr. Dispenza. Dispenza. D-I-S-P-E-N-Z-A. And he is a great teacher about living in the present, among other things. So check him out on YouTube. There's several videos. Just do it. Trust me. All right. And the final thing I want to wrap up here is that I am in a zone of living life according to me. And each, not even each year, each month, I find myself doing things that are, <coughs> excuse me, different than last month, meaning, uh, okay, so like last year, for my friend's birthday, we went and got tattoos in a similar spot, like close to our wrists. And it, I would never had imagined that I would get like a tattoo right there. But the more I dove into understanding me, me as the healer, the alchemist, the, the teacher, you know, the the one who is in, into esoteric knowledge. I'm like, you know what? This is something that I need to have on on me. This is a tattoo that I need. This tattoo represents the goddess, represents a lot of things for me. So I'm like, you know what? Having it there on my wrist or like just under my wrist is also a reminder, right? So when I'm getting too caught up in, in like earthly things that, that really don't matter. You know, it's just like, take it easy. I can look at that tattoo like, oh, wait, that's right. This is just an experience and it's going to pass. And oddly enough, this is one of the doodles I used to draw as a kid that I didn't know the meaning of then. So each like like almost each month I'm doing something a little bit more, a little bit more that's that's peeling back the layers of Tia to let Tia shine through her very essence. Whether that's me talking about goddesses, whether that's me um, adorning my body with tattoos, whether that's me wearing a different hair color wig because I'm feeling more um, goddess-like, more witchy-like, more whatever, you know, whether that's me reading up on something to expand my knowledge, whether it's me trying something new. I am just doing things. I mean, I'm immersing myself in different things that pique my curiosity, but also fulfill me. For example, traveling is good for my mental health, but it also is fulfilling. Experiencing different culture, whether it's a, a slang, uh, an accent, of food, you know, architecture, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's something new, something to experience. And I always leave more fulfilled, gaining a little bit more knowledge, connecting with those people there, telling them where I'm from and things like that. So that's always a plus for me. 
doing that allows me to show up in the world as I truly am. And who knows what that might look like for me five years from now, right? I'll be, I'll be showing up in the world as a mom, <laughs> you know, something like that. So, you know, it's always changing, but I love it. And I'm not just trying, I'm doing. And because of that, my life is fulfilling. It doesn't matter if something's not working out a little bit here. It's all right. I'm going to figure it out, but I'm not going to stop living. I'm not going to let a setback hold me back. I'm going to tweak and refine and then get back on the playing field, right? I'm going to look at my playbook. I'm going to switch up a few few things. I'm going to get back out there. And that's the most rewarding thing I can leave you with is that because once you allow yourself to one by one, show up in the world, show up in the world, doing this, doing that, you know, trying something new. You learn more about yourself and then you vibrate at a higher level. And then you get to be at that level for a long period of time. That becomes your new default because you broke your personal ceiling, right? You can't go back. It's like once you've been exposed to something great, you can't go back <clears throat> because you 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 took it all in. You can't go back. You know something now. You're different because of that now. Something, whether it's brain chemical, your, your body chemistry, something changed and you can't go back. So that's what I'll leave you with. Those are some of the life lessons I have learned over my 34 years <laughs> on this planet. And <clears throat> what I had to say is that Do as much as you can. Try as much as you can. And, and when I say try, I mean actually do, but, you know, get out there. Because the last thing you want is for five years to go by. And you're just like, what am I doing? And I say five years because a year goes by and, and it feels like <laughs> no time. I mean, it, it is August 31st. Um, 2019 is almost over and it feels like I was just celebrating New Year's about two, three months ago. It feels like I was just at my best friend's wedding about a month ago. It feels like I was in Nashville a week ago. It feels like dinner on Blanc was two days ago. I mean, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but here we are. Here we are. We're almost about to enter the fall season. I'm already feeling cool breezes here in Philly. Like preseason football already started. I mean, it is going by. So forget one year, five years from now, you don't want to be looking to your left, looking to your right and thinking, oh, shit, <laughs> man, what is going on here? No, you want, you, want to, you want to think, oh, man, I traveled to... Prague and Italy and Canada and Iceland and I tried to learn Spanish it didn't work out so I tried French I didn't work out so I tried German and that worked out I, I don't know or it might be reversed maybe Spanish comes naturally to you and and everything else doesn't work whatever I tried this dance I, and and I tried this drink and I, I tried eating this delicacy in Prague I don't know something like that because that's what makes life rewarding expanding, learning, connecting, developing, self-evaluation, all that is what does it. And when you do that with people who care about you, 
you know, sharing that experience, oh my gosh, that's priceless. That is more than platinum, titanium, gold, whatever. It's, it's priceless to have those experience, experiences, but then share it with people who matter in your life. Priceless. Simply priceless. So that's what I encourage you to do is to look at how you can transform as I started in the beginning of this podcast, you know, what areas in, in your life do you want to transform? And it does take time. I'm not going to say, Oh yeah, you know, you, you can do it in like 30 days. No. Okay. It took four. No, I'm sorry. How long did it take for my braces? I think it took three years. I think three and a half years because like my, so it really I was supposed to have braces for about two to three years, but my tongue is pretty powerful and is it it was pushing my teeth forward. So it was like even though I was using the rubber bands, my tongue was just because it was so used to just being out because my teeth weren't straight. So we had to maneuver the the brackets around a little bit. So it took a little longer, but it took about three and a half years, right? to get my teeth straight, okay? Three and a half years. Hernia surgery. Two weeks, I was good, okay, right? Um, mindset change. Maybe about a year, but it was lots of growth in that time. So everything is different. Some, some things may take you two weeks. Some might take you a year. Some might take you three, four years. But as long as you see that growth, it's all good, right? So do that. Do that for yourself. And when you do that, oh, man, people will start to flock to you. You're like a light. They're just like, man, not light. You are a light. They want to know what you're doing. They want to be part of the crew. <laughs> all right. So please do that. I don't want you to one day look to your left, look to your right, and wonder what happened. I want you to, even if it doesn't work out the way you want it to work out, at least you can say you had that experience. Okay? So, so my friend, please enjoy life as much as you can. Life is precious. And it becomes very rewarding and fulfilling when you pique your curiosity, when you unlock levels to yourself, when you connect with spirit, and you st- Spend the time with people who love you, all right? I am sending you so many blessings. Be kind to yourself. And I will say, see you next time, but I'm going to end this with, go to my Instagram stories because I'm sharing my birthday with you. Join me during this day and let's have some fun. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.